Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. It's the Duval Hot Takes Podcast, starring Sean Daly. Mufasa deserved it. No. Pat Smith. Christmas trees don't belong out before Thanksgiving. Exactly. With Taylor Smith and Devin May. Devin's a daddy. (laughs) Here we go. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this week's episode of the Duval Hot Takes Podcast. Today is Tuesday, October 30th, 2018. We'll go ahead and get started here. Another loss for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We met the Philadelphia Eagles in London. London, baby! And we lost. Eagles took it to us 24-18. to A lot of ups and downs throughout the game, but unfortunately, in the end, the Jags entered their bye week with a record of 3-5. and Let's get right into it. Pat and Sean are going to go over with us. Gentlemen, what were your likes and dislikes in this game? Jaguars didn't look that bad for the most part uh, from watching the game. Uh, they, they came out of the first offensive snap was fumbled. And I was thinking, oh, here we go. You know, it's like, oh, it, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be ugly and it's not going to be good. The jerseys, I want to touch on that. Let's start first and foremost. Black on black, the black pants with black jersey. Good look. White numbers. Good luck. I think it was the best-looking jersey combination of the year so far. That's so. Well, that's one good takeaway to answer your question, Taylor. The jerseys looked good, okay, but the defense cannot get the pressure the way they they had last year. They just can't. That's the thing. I saw Carson Wentz standing back there in a nice pocket. Whenever he completed the ball down the field, he had that nice clean pocket. And then when the pocket collapsed on him. He would just escape and run out. Now, the Jaguars did get some sacks late, so they did get sacks, and they got some pressure, but it's not nearly as fearsome that it was last year. It's, it's not Saxonville. This is not Saxonville. This is Jacksonville. We are uh, Jacksonville again, and that is, that is not the Saxonville defense that we were used to seeing last year. And uh, that was a big part of Carson Wentz being able to move the ball down the field. Josh Adams had too good of a day. I mean, I didn't know who Josh Adams was going into this game. The, the Philadelphia Eagles running back core resembles like the Jaguars running back core. They lost their number one guy, J.H.I.E., and they LeGarrette Blunt's gone. So they just got some guys that they put together with Corey Clement, Josh Adams, and Wendell Smallwood. And Josh Adams knifed you up, and Wendell Smallwood gets that perfectly executed screen pass that Telvin Smith got beat on for the touchdown. Telvin Smith didn't have a good game. That's And Telvin Smith is one of the best players in the defense, one of the best linebackers in the league. I'm a huge Telvin Smith fan. He did not play well this game. That's the first time I can say that. Every big play on the Eagles, I swear to God, I saw number 50, five steps behind whomever is catching the ball or running the ball. Just late. He was late. Seemed like he was flat. Maybe he was out partying a little too much. We'll get into that a little later. Nice. Almost every football game comes down to a few plays, and it's whether you make the good plays or you don't make the bad plays. And the Jaguars made both bad plays 
and good plays in huge moments that lost them this game. Keelan Cole fumble at the end of the second quarter. Blake was moving, had the drive starting. Uh, Keelan fumbles it. The Eagles recover it, and they go down the field and score. That was a six-point swing. It could have been six points for the Jaguars, and they would have had the lead. But instead, the Eagles went right down the field and scored a touchdown, and you're losing the game. All right? You had a fourth and two late in the game in the fourth quarter. Blake made a horrible decision. Just There was there was nobody open. He should have should have tried to move out of the pocket, should have tried to rush for it, maybe waited for the play to develop a little longer. It wasn't like he was, he was about to get sacked. It was just he got, got quick feet, and he missed the big fourth and two, and the Jaguars never got the ball again. DJ Chark, his drop in the end zone, that was huge, huge play. If you catch that as a touchdown, the feeling of the game is completely different at that point, and you never know what could happen. And those are, those are the plays. Those are the three plays. Those are three plays that if you make those plays, you win the game. And the Eagles, been there, done that. They won Super Bowl last year. They made the plays that it took to win the game, and you lost the game. Jaguars didn't play terrible. They didn't play great either, though. What do you think, Pat? Yeah, that defensive line, we, we trade Mark Saxonville way too quick. I don't see Avery Jones. I don't see Darius. I don't see the pressure that we would apply last year. It's not there anymore. I don't know if they're asleep behind the wheel. They're relying on other people to come in. And make big plays for him. Maybe the coaching staff isn't as hard on them as they were last year. I don't know. I mean, they terrified quarterbacks in that pocket. And there were some times where Wentz had enough time to make a turkey sandwich back there. I mean, the guy had time all day. And then if he didn't have time all day, he just waited till the play developed. And just ran down the sideline for a couple ten yards. Converted plays. There were thirds and longs that I think if you if you make a stop, you change the momentum of the game entirely. Three big plays, like you mentioned, I won't really touch on them again, but, I mean, the drop passes got to stop. The oh. drop passes is just, it's this contagious virus that has just been destroying this team. I don't know what these guys are doing with their hands. I don't know what kind of gloves they're wearing. I, whatever it is, change it all. Change it all. You, I want practice to be throw, pitch, and catching for two hours straight. That's what I want practice to be. Don't run. Don't run plays. Just pitch and catch for two hours until you can catch the ball. DJ had two tries to catch that touchdown. Two tries at it. And it, it was just off. It's been going on all year. All year. We're leading the NFL, as we mentioned last week. It's it's It blows my mind. One of the simplest things you got to do in this league. And it's not like they're bad passes. They're either right in your bread basket. I mean, you see the plays. We throw them five yards down the field. And you're, you're turned to you. You catch it like you with the, with the backboard. Right? And that's it. That's all you got to do, man. Yeah. You don't even got to turn and run. Just catch the ball. So, you, when you don't have a running back, when you don't have Leonard Fournette, and he's 65% of your offense, you don't have your – so, so Blake Bortles has to rush 10 times a game or 8 times a game for 40 yards, be your lead lead ball carrier. Your quarterback your, is your lead rusher on this game again. Your lead rusher. And your receivers can't catch. Like, what? you have – this is not – a recipe for success. This is a recipe for disaster. You have no running back. Your quarterback does not have the best arm talent, and he doesn't make the best decisions all the time, so he's running. So you need to have good receiver play to make up for those two things, and you don't. So you don't have good running back play. You don't have good quarterback play. You don't have good receiver play. You have bad play. That's what you have. And so it's just uh, together... Like, Blake did not play bad in this game. He made some bad decisions and some questionable throws at times. But he didn't lose you this game. No turnovers. No turnovers. He did not lose you the game. It was one of those games where you just didn't make the play at the right time. Like, the Jaguars, if they can capitalize on this and take the good, the good things that they did in this game and just correct some of the wrong things, 
and then come out of the bye, come out right. You know, the Jaguars can still turn this thing around. It's going to take a lot of work and possibly some coaching changes, which is something I wanted to get into with you. So the defense isn't the same. It's not It's not nearly as efficient as, that it was last year. And Todd Walsh is defensive coordinator. A lot of people are blaming him for the defense. You know how they're playing. So obviously, Todd Walsh and your guy, Nathaniel Hackett, you want him out. I want to know, is there a world where you could fire Todd Walsh and Nathaniel Hackett and keep Doug Marone? Absolutely Is there not. a world? No, yeah. absolutely not. Doug Marone's attached to those guys, right? Yeah, absolutely not. Those are yeah. his guys. Those are his guys. Those are his guys. No, I, I don't... I think Hackett was... Hackett, Devin, if you could look this up, I think Hackett was there before Doug Marone came the head coach. I think Hackett was Gus Bradley's offensive coordinator in Gus Bradley's last year. I think Doug Marone inherited him. Okay, we got Doug Marone and Nathaniel Hackett's resume here. So Doug Marone got to Jacksonville in 2015. Nathaniel Hackett got to Jacksonville in 2015. So they were both hired by you know Gus Bradley and Dave Caldwell. So Gus Bradley brought in Doug Marone. Gus Bradley gets fired. Then Doug Marone becomes the head coach. And then, yeah, Nathaniel Hackett was a quarterback's coach. And then he became the offensive coordinator after Doug Marone. So you could arguably say that both Doug Marone and Nathaniel Hackett are Gus Bradley guys. So, but Tom Coughlin, you know, is with Doug Marone, and you know, Doug Marone seems like he's got a, he's had a good finger on the pulse, and he's had the team where they needed to be. Nathaniel Hackett has never been a good offensive coordinator. I think Leonard Fournette did a hell of a job last year with disguising how how uh, predictable the Jaguars' offense is as a whole, and Leonard Fournette made up for that with a lot of six yard, seven yard carries that opened the field up a little more. And now, without Leonard Fournette, you're seeing how inept Nathaniel Hackett is as a play caller. Right. And like you said, Hackett's leaning on what Fournette's success gave him last year. Now that success isn't there, eyes are looking at you, buddy. You got to make a move. You got to make a play. You got to work with the pieces you have. You got no receivers. You got no receivers. Yeah. Yeah. You're not doing the hitches, the slants, and the and the shallow crosses anymore. It ain't working. It's not working. Yeah, it's not working, man. It's the same shit you've been doing all all year. Give me an offensive mind, man. I want I want Nathaniel Hackett gone. I, if losing, I, I don't have a problem with Doug Marone. I mean, I, I'm I'm disappointed in him at times, but I, he's a Tom Coughlin guy. I'm still with Tom Coughlin. If Tom Coughlin was to keep Doug Marone and keep Todd Walsh, cool. But you got to get rid of Nathaniel Hackett. I need that guy gone. I need him gone. Doug Marone. Doug Marone's a puppet. That's I want a little, you, I want that's you to do, a little disrespectful. No, 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 no. no. Let, let me back it up yeah, a bit. Yeah. All right, let, I want you to go around the league, and I want you to look around on practice fields and, and on the games and stuff like that. How many vice president of operations have a whistle in their mouth and are coaching up players on the on the practice team? Yeah, zero. How many VP ops zero. are out there doing that? None. You know, you think Tommy's down None. there with a, with, a, with a whistle? I see it. I see the yeah. photos. I see him out there. I see him with the bucket hat. I see him with the glasses. He's out there <laughs> coaching guys up. Don't tell me that he's not calling shots on yeah. this team. Oh, yeah. No, I know he is. Marone is a, 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 he's a good guy. I think he's he means well, but by no means is Doug Marone calling shots on this team. If losing Nathaniel Hackett means losing Doug Marone, I'm sorry, sure. Doug. Get the hell out. I, you got to go. I'm good with that. You got to go. I, I, give me an offensive line. I can't. You got Sean McVay that's killing it in Los Angeles. He's the next Bill Belichick. He's 32 years old. He's a crazy offensive mind. I'm so jealous of the freaking Rams, man. He has a lot more I, talent on that I'm offense, so, too. Just, yeah, that, that talent put together by Jeff Fisher. If they can do it, you know, why not us? I'm always thinking, why not us? Like last year, Jacksonville, why not us? It should have been us. Here's where we are. You're on a bye week. You have this luxury that only happens once a, once a year, right? You have the ability to possibly make some some big changes. I don't think you touch the defense. 
I think defense overall, yeah, the pressure's not there. The picks aren't there. The sacks aren't there. But I think that's just a product of what's been going on all year. And, you know, do you think coaching, coaches are scheming? Like, they, they they figured out the Jaguars' defense rather than Jaguars aren't playing as well? I don't think it's that. Because, I mean, I watch these games, and they're just fingertips away from sacks. Yeah, They're oh, yeah. fingertips away from putting pressure on Play these running backs. Down. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're just, they're just a touch away. It's not like we're losing ball games because we're giving up 300 points, you know. We're losing ball games because we can't progress down the field appropriately on offense. And I think, and I've been saying it since what, week two, mm-hmm. week three, that this was going to catch up to you eventually. And here we are. You're not making plays. You're not ma- putting points on the board. So this team was supposed to be a Super Bowl contender this year, right? And so now they've only got three wins through eight weeks. That's not good enough. And you can't put it on Dave Caldwell. Mostly because injuries, you can't, like, a lot of injuries have happened, and if all these guys stay healthy, you probably have a couple more wins at least. Probably at least five wins. I don't know, but Dave Caldwell, there is no depth. I'm not seeing any depth at certain positions. Tight end depth does not exist. If this team continues to go into the tank, all right, if Jaguars finish 6-10 and 10 or 5-11 and 11 or even 7-9 and nine with all, all the expectations going into this year, the time is now. Draft a guy, and then Blake Bortles starts next year as your quarterback for week one, week two, week three, and you try to capture that lightning you did last year. Again, one more time, but if it doesn't, give it to give it to the new guy. First-round pick, give me a new quarterback, new coach, new offensive coordinator. Give it, uh, Rebuild, let's do it. I, I, it sucks, man. It really sucks. It sucks so hard because, like, we beat the Patriots, and it was like, yes, you know, it's a Super Bowl. Everybody was so apt up. And now we are six weeks later, and I'm talking about blowing everything up. And it sucks. It sucks how, how quick. But it's true. It's true. If, if you can't win with this roster, something has to change. Something has to change. I mean, you either – at the deadline, they didn't go get any receivers – you know what I mean? The deadline, all they did was trade Dante Fowler for a ham sandwich and, and with a side of mayonnaise, okay? But they still didn't get any offensive weapons. They still don't have tight end. They have Grimace from McDonald's as tight end, okay? They've got they, they got Belldozer at tight end. They still don't have a tight end. They got no receivers, all right? They're running backs. Carlos Hyde, more like Carlos Jekyll, little fucking bitch, all right? Carlos Hyde, what do you have? Six carries for 11 yards and two drops, too. Carlos Hyde, Bitch. I hate him. It's just, I'm sorry, David Greenwich. I'm sorry, man. I, you did, you played well. You caught everything that came your way. I'm sorry. It's just the fact that you exist on this team is frustrating, but you did play well. And I'm happy about that. But everything else, with everything going on, if this team continues to go in the tank, anything other than a division title, come back and win the division or make a wild card, anything less than that, blow the shit up. All right, now I know Sean uh, touched on this very briefly earlier as a hint, uh, but we can't avoid it. We need to talk about it. Jacksonville Jaguars showed up in London and uh, made a scene, or at least a couple of them did. We have DJ Hayden, Ronnie Harrison, Barry Church, and Jared Wilson racking up a 50,000-pound bar tab in London Friday night. That is 64,000 U.S. dollars. And what, what what do we say in euros? What was it? 63,000 <laughs> no, no, or something 50, like 53. 53 or 54,000 something mm-hmm. like that. Crazy nonetheless and probably just just a bad omen for the for the following game. What do you think, Pat? No, I'm actually more upset that they didn't spend enough. 
I mean, if you're not going to go out and drop 100K, why go out? Stay home. Play Fortnite. Stay home and watch YouTube videos. Uh, you're in a new country, right? Ball out. We own this country. Remember history, okay? We own this country. Let's act like it, guys. All right? I'm not sure that how that works, but okay. No, it does. It does work. Look at the record, all right? It's there. Oh, he's talking about the Jaguars. Oh. All right. I think we both thought, thought you were talking, talking about, about America. Yeah. Yeah. America is two and it one. It was only 300. Hey, look at the history books. It was only 300 years ago, guys. It wasn't that long ago, okay? We won that. Remember that. Anyway. You know the the most I know about the American Revolution? You ever seen the movie Patriot? The Patriot? It's a good movie. Mel Gibson. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. We'll have a movie chat with Sean <laughs> later on in the episode. <laughs> no, I honestly, and I, I'm not proud to say that I've been in this position before. All right? You go out with the guys. You guys ring up a huge fucking bar tab. You regret yeah. it the next morning, obviously. <laughs> but uh, you, you last out, and you're the last ones there. You shut the bar down. Check comes to you. You're thinking, wait, I thought, you know, thought Matt covered his tab. I thought Sean covered his tab. And really, they just walked out with some some good-looking girls and left you all by yourself. Take care of the bill. Yeah. So you got just take care of it, man. You yeah. got the money. Just take care of it. Don't don't be belligerent. Don't, don't get arrested. Come on. Like, what? don't get arrested. That, that doesn't need to happen. Here's here's my thing. All right. So the the four guys that got uh that got in trouble for it, the, they got arrested. Three Barry Church didn't get arrested, but Jared Wilson, Ronnie Harrison, and who's the other guy? DJ Hayden. Yep. Yeah. They all got arrested. Barry Church didn't. And then, but they weren't the only ones running up that tab because I was like four. Four guys running up a 50, 50K? 50K tab? No way. Big boys got to eat, man. Nah, here we go. You had Telvin Smith, Miles Jack, Leon Jacobs, Dante Fowler, and TJ Yeldon. Okay? And so they were all this club. And it wasn't like a bar bar. It wasn't like your, you know, your, your Jacksonville diver. No, no, no. It was this, a good one. This was a burlesque circus type bar. That's why I'm picturing, like, these are the kind of places that f***ing, like, really rich people go to. You know what I mean? And they wear, like, these weird masks and yeah. stuff. And people are hanging off of strings. Yeah, it's a whole show, man. Why the hell would you? That doesn't sound fun to me at all. Is that what, is that what you want to do? You want to go to a burlesque bar? I've got, hey, listen, I've gotten a shitty bars. I might as well give a chance to a burlesque Let bar. me tell you one thing you can't do at a burlesque bar. Play darts. There's no free, unless it's like human darts. Unless you have to pay, you could pay 10 grand to throw like a person <laughs> at the fucking wall. You know what I mean? Now like, you're getting on to something. <laughs> now, now we're talking. No, no, there's none of that. It's no, There's no darts. Guarantee there's no neon sign that says Bud Light. You know what I mean? I'm sure they didn't even have a good time. Like, I, let's look up this bar. What's this London? What's it called? Uh, the bar is called the the London Rain Show Club. Devin's got some pictures here. Here, take a look. All right, London. Okay. All right. I mean, I'm all over it. I'm um, I'm all over. All it. right. I I see the. All right, I, I see the appeal. Okay, this so so for our listeners yeah. uh, who can't see, we're looking at a bunch of uh, fire spitting, yeah, uh, half naked ladies, yeah, and uh, more half naked ladies hanging yep. from the ceiling. I am I'm no longer looking. I feel I feel violated. There's one in a cowgirl outfit. Yeah, I see the, I see the cowgirl. Okay, no, all right. So I'm I'm no longer looking. I don't. I, I feel uncomfortable. All right, Sean's okay. a good little boy. Um, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Well and, done, London. Well done. And, and, well yeah, done. Touche. Nah, and so that's how you spend, you know, 50,000 pounds. That's it right there. Okay, so that makes sense. Never mind. Looks like they probably had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> but see, all right, all jokes aside, 
those are the kind of things that bad teams do. Like when when you bad teams, they they have instances at bars where at the you know a few nights or a couple nights before the game. It wasn't the night before the game, was it? it was two nights before? It was uh, uh, Friday night. Yeah. It was Friday night. Okay, so even but even so, that kind of stuff. You New, New England. I hate to say it, but New England. That kind of stuff doesn't happen in New England. When you look at teams that are like sustained success, look at the losers on New England. The losers on New England. Those guys don't party. Those guys. You're talking about Gronkowski. Okay, he's the one. biggest he's partier one in the NFL. He's one exception. Are you kidding me? Tom Brady's idea of fun is playing pin the tail and donkey. Okay, <laughs> don't talk to me about those are pasty white guys whose idea of fun is sneaking the hookah around their parents' house so they don't get caught. Okay. These are, these are the same guys that, that put water in the vodka bottles because they don't want mom and dad to yell at them. What flavor What flavor hookah? Probably the worst one, mint. Tro- tro- mint? Yeah, mint. Tropical mint. Yeah, tropical mint. That's what, they, that's what they're smoking. No, tropical mint surprise. <laughs> What's the surprise? You're lame. <laughs> All right, I'll give you that. <laughs> All right, enough about that. We don't need to touch any more on it. Uh, let's let's look to the future. Pat's over here. He's got a few notes in his notebook. He wants to tell us what we have to look forward to. Yeah, I've construed some numbers. I've, I've put some theories together. You know, I'm a. I am excited. I'm a big hope pusher, if you will. Mm. You know, if there's one good thing I could I could be proud of or be blessed with is that we are in an equally shitty division. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. We're not we're not grasping for straws that because we're we're pretty much tied with with three teams in this division to make a jump. Yeah. Okay. So hear me out, right? All right. I'll hear. You. I'm gonna, Houston's won five in a row, but all right, go ahead. Hear me out. All right. I'll hear you out. All right. I'm hear you out. Texans are five and three. Titans are three and four. Colts are three and five. Jags are three and five. Respectively, that is how the division is stacked right okay, now. Okay. Facts. Okay. Good so far. Good. I'm good. I'm with you. All right. We play the Colts. Twice in the next four weeks. Mm-hmm. We got to sweep. Got to sweep them. All right. Got to sweep. Get that yep. done. The nice thing about the Colts is they don't got much of a defense either. Not at all. They've allowed 213 points yep. for this year so far. Okay. 213. And the nice thing about the Titans is they don't know how to score. Yeah. They've only scored 106 points. Yeah. Put some perspective on you. We've scored 134, allowed 170. There it is. Okay. okay? So we're not, we're not worse. Yeah. We're not great. We already lost to the Titans, so you know. understood. All right, that's a bit of a bit of a buzzkill. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the Colts, the Steelers, the Bills, the Colts. All right. Guess who we beat last year? Steelers. Okay. Yeah. And Colts. And the other team. Bills. Bills. We beat them all. Oh yeah. Beat them all them right. Bills. So we have beat them. They haven't grown great in numbers. As a matter of fact, if anything, all these guys are probably doing worse this year than what they've done last year. Bills would kill for Blake Bortles. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Anderson out there is gray-bearding it up. I'm upset Nathan Peterman is no longer there. Nathan he Peterman. He was a circus show to watch. He's going to probably play in that game, man. They, they got nobody. <laughs> they got nobody. So, come on. You got you to gotta believe in your heart of hearts. Steelers is probably the only one that's going to give you trouble. You get at least three or four out of that. Yeah, Jaguars probably going to get flexed out of that game, man. This is, it sucks. It might not even be a Sunday nighter. Jaguars might get flexed out of that game. I hate to break your heart. Listen, I don't care if it's on Tuesday morning <laughs> at 5 o'clock in the morning. As long as we win, yeah. I don't care, man. <laughs> Play in the middle of the field in Memorial Park. I don't I don't care where it's done or how it's done. Just get the W. Yeah, That's all I want, okay? Get the Texans. Texans play the Broncos, the Browns, the Titans, and the Redskins. Ooh. <laughs> 
We need a lot of help. Come on, brownies. Okay. I need bake. I bake need show. Bake, the bake show to keep cooking. Bake show. Okay. I need the Titans to, to put a couple points on the board. Uh, I don't know how you can root for the Titans. The Titans beat you too. That's just hard. It's hard. I don't know who you want to win. I'm, I am a mercenary. I'm rooting for whoever can get the job done <laughs> at this point. Take okay. It. Then you got the Titans who play the Cowboys, Patriots, Colts, and Texans. That's three losses right there. All right. Okay. Guys, it's a swing. We, we can swing the season back. We can get two division games in. There's still the possibility there. It's still there. Yeah, all right, yeah. yeah you're not mathematically eliminated. No, you're not. Yeah. And you have the opportunity. It's not like I'm, I'm reaching for the stars. I'm talking about Colts and Bills here. And the Colts make up two weeks of the upcoming four. Unless the Jaguars find a way to lose on their bye week, which you know, they Shh, might. Quiet. <laughs> quiet. <laughs> Don't let them hear you. <laughs> but then you're right. Jaguars still have a chance. But I think, you know, I'll I, I believe it when I see it with this team, man. I'm No, I, and honestly, I got I'm not, drunk on hope, and now I'm hungover. Well, you, the best thing about a hangover? Keep drinking. <laughs> keep drinking. That's the best way to get rid of it. You just keep going. Can't give up this hope, man. Push through that wall, baby. Keep I'm, drinking. Slap the bag. Give me a shotgun, oh. and let's get going, all right? Slap in the bag! All right, Pat, Sean, while all of these magical occurrences are taking place, the Jags are gone for a week. What do you think they're going to be up to in this time? Uh, I don't care as long as they're not getting drunk in bars and making complete asses out of themselves, and they get on the field, and they do some catching drills, like my man Pat says, and they do some blocking drills on offense, and the defense learns how to take down the quarterback when you got both hands on him, and they figure out how to win a game. Doug Marone, you know, maybe lose the bologna, maybe have another type of sandwich, not a hot dog. Get it together, Jaguars. It's a bye week. What do people do on bye weeks, Pat? Well, they rest up, and they get better. Yeah. That's what you do. Can we get healthy? Oh, That'd be awesome. Hey, How about Lenny. That? Maybe, maybe Lenny? How about that? How about Leonard finds, Fournette? Finds you know, the field? Uh, comes back. You know, you earn that contract. You come back and show how much you mean to the offense. You come back. Jaguars go 4-0 with you. And Jaguars make the playoffs. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And Blake can stop leading the team in rushing, maybe. Bye week. Cool. You know what I mean? I like. It's so weird because when the Jaguars were good, you know, and, and, and the bye week comes, you're like, man, I wish. Stupid bye week. But now the bye week is like, thank God I don't have to watch them on Sunday. Jeez. So Sunday you're gonna wake up and you're gonna be like, oh the Jaguar. Oh wait, no, they're it's on a bye week, and then they're like, you're gonna get happy. And then that that's what sucks. That's and uh, just what are you gonna do? Not much, man. Um, yeah. It's probably gonna move some stuff around, get get adjusted. Get new adjusted. Crib. Oh yeah, new crib. Yeah. Good deal. Taylor, what are you gonna do? Uh, probably sleep in a little bit. Also move around a little bit because I'm moving this weekend too. Damn, moving season. That's it. Yeah, moving out. That's it. What um, about you, Sean? What are you gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna check out this new uh, club. It's like a burlesque type deal. <laughs> and uh, I, gonna, I promise I'm you, if you ever do champagne. find something like that around here, you take me with you. <laughs> hey, listen, <laughs> it, you won't find me in any bar where I gotta pay more than four dollars for a beer. <laughs> And I'm no way, I'm no. I've been babied my entire drinking career. I'm no. Anything more than $4 for a beer, I'm out. Hey, yeah, you've, 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 had a, you've had a long night. You've had a $200 night. <laughs> let's, not, oh, let's not get into that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we've all made mistakes. There you go. Expl- especially the Jaguars. Don't even get me started. All right, guys, we're running out of time. But real quick, speaking of mistakes, Pat wants to touch on a big one. He's got a rant for us, so get ready. If you're driving your car, pull off to the side. We don't want you to get hurt. Go ahead, Pat. What do you got? I've been saying it since week two or three, guys. All right. The issue with this team is not the guy that touches the ball. 
It's not even the guy that's filling up the water bottles. It's the guy calling the plays. Mr. Nathaniel, my partner has nailed his last name, can't hack it. Nathaniel can't hack it. This is what you do on the bye week. All right? You drop that sorry piece of shit because his playbook is about as thick as two-ply toilet paper. The guy runs three plays. He gets you nowhere. He has no responsibility on that offense. He is the sole reason, sole reason you can't get points on the board. Yes, you can call the drops on the receiving core, but hey, you can talk that up for him too because you're not holding them accountable for their, for their mistakes on the field. All right? I need someone with a backbone. I need someone who has played Madden more than five times. Okay? <laughs> That's who I need at OC. Get rid of this clown. Get someone else in. Who could do the job better? Because if we continue the process we've been doing, guys, we won't win another ball game for the rest of the year. Plain and simple. Nathaniel can't hack it. Get off my team. Okay, uh, a hot take, but probably not an unpopular one. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of the Duval Hot Takes Podcast. Today is Tuesday, October 30th, 2018. My name is Taylor Smith. I've been your friendly neighborhood moderator. I'm Sean Daly. I'm your host. Pat Smith, your co-host. And of course, Devin would be over here to say uh, goodbye to you all, except he got himself a brand new puppy. Woo! So he's in the other room, uh, but I'm sure he's really glad that uh, he could be here with us. Thank you guys so much for the support. As always, follow us on Twitter at Duval Hot Takes. Uh, tweet the show if you want to email the show it's duvalhottakes at gmail.com Facebook Duval Hot Takes Duval Hot Takes everywhere man we're everywhere we might not record next week because it is a bye week so I don't know but we, we might have like a secret episode maybe not a surprise episode who knows be on the lookout okay we'll be sure to let you know as soon as we uh, figure out if we're going to do one or not you think Pat you think we're going to do one yeah, I mean, why the hell not? Right? Why the hell not? Taylor, you want to do one? I guess. I don't even know what we're going to do it on, but it's going to be fantastic. Later, DH tears. Have a great one. <laughs>